2: Do you leave relationships you've outgrown but that you stay in because you are afraid of being alone?
3: I think the first step in my process of having done that myself is making sure that that decision is safe for me, right? I don't necessarily mean, you know, is it dangerous? Is somebody going to be abusive to you or, or whatnot, right? That's not only. What safety means for me. There are other contexts. Um, I think making sure that you uh, access your support system that you've got in place because even if a relationship wasn't serving you, it can still be hard to leave something that you've grown so accustomed to and comfortable with. So making sure that you have a good support system and people that are going to catch you when you fall, I think, you know, helped me a lot.
4: I think for me, there's been a bit of an evolution in how I deal with the end of relationships. So thinking back to teenage years, I would kind of do the leapfrog from one relationship to another so I would be in a relationship with someone and I wouldn't want to leave that relationship because of that fear of abandonment or being alone so I would just simply let the relationship run its course both partners were probably aware that it would run its course but then I would meet somebody else and that would be like the next thing so I would then end that relationship when I thought that I had a safety net and could move on to someone else which is not I think in the long term not healthier sustainable way to conduct relationships and that's something that's definitely changed over time because you realize that you're not being fair to yourself or to your current partner and in fact probably not even to your next partner so for me if I can sense that a relationship has run its course I think it's really important to be open with your partner about that I think for me it's making sure that I'm secure enough in myself and being alone that I can have that period of time to myself of being single and being completely fine with that. And it took me probably until about my mid twenties to reach that point.
3: I personally also think it's really important to like to, to sit and make sure that you're comfortable with the decision that you're about to make. Cause sometimes, um, you know, I've been in situations where I've had a lot of friends around me telling me to, to get out of something or to come away from somebody, but, Until I understood what was going on in the relationship myself and how it was impacting me and actually sat and thought that through, I didn't feel able to leave. And I think that's when I ended up leaving in in unhealthy ways where I might then jump to somebody else or I might... To, to replace something because I wasn't comfortable in the decision that I was making. And that wasn't because my friends were wrong. It's because I wa- I hadn't gone through that process yet and I hadn't sat with it myself. Um, so I think that that can also be uh, like a really important step.
4: Yeah. I think looking back, that's maybe something that I didn't really do. Like it was uncomfortable for me to sit with negative emotions and reflect on things. I just didn't like doing it. That's changed as I've got older, obviously, because I've had Quite a lot of long-term, quite successful relationships, even if they have ended the relationship itself, I feel has been overall a positive. But when I was younger, 100%, like I take my hat off to you, Jay, because I would not have had the capacity to do that when I was younger.
0: So I've only had to do this once because for most of my relationships, I would just make it so bad that the other person would leave me first, Um, because I did not want to be alone. However, for one of my more recent past relationships the thing that helped me was for one i was older and i knew i had gone through enough breakups that i knew that i would eventually get over it and i wouldn't be attached to that person anymore so i i viewed it as an opportunity to prove to myself that i can be alone and that i can learn to enjoy my own company When I knew that my one of my last relationships were over, I just kept reminding myself that I'll get through this and I will learn how to enjoy being alone. And I will get to do the things that maybe I couldn't do when I was in a relationship because the other person just wasn't interested. And it really helped me, honestly, because I did get to do the things I wanted to do and um, go where I wanted and I enjoyed being single you know I had no one to answer to so I did get lonely but I got over it I hung out with friends or I would learn to just be alone with myself and it was fine
2: I mean I don't have that much to say about this because I only ended like romantically speaking I only ended one of those relationships of my own accord um and we ended up getting back together later and I got dumped in the, at the end. So it, that one time, it was a moment of, just a moment of clarity of, of recognizing that we were kind of stagnant and it was not going anywhere. We didn't really have similar values or long-term goals that we wanted out of life. Um, and, Unfortunately, it only lasted like half a year, and I was eventually I got lonely and convinced myself that I wanted that relationship back. And so I think having, as others have said, having something in place so that others can catch you when you fall is probably really important.
1: With great difficulty, that's how I ended those relationships <laughs> because I had, and I've always had this um deep felt longing to be wanted and to be loved and to be nurtured. So when I found myself in a relationship, I all I often ascribe the feelings of that person being like my bestie as well. So for me, it wasn't just a case of ending a relationship. I was also losing my best friend. So my way around it was often to say, okay, we're not together, but I'll still be here if you need me. Which then compounded the the awkwardness of the situation and made me probably not be so true to myself because I tried to find reasons why I was still staying in this person's life. Oh, well, they need my help with this or I'm the only person that can do that. Sometimes it will take you maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine or more times to to come to the conclusion it's time to move on. So the most important way to deal with it, I think, is to try and give yourself the feeling that you are enough on your own and you're I I'm say I'm amazing to yourself just once in a mirror and then think this person is lucky to have me another time in the mirror and then try to walk away. But it will be difficult.
2: Those affirmations always make me feel so, I like cringe when I I do them. I look in the mirror, I'm like, this is so cringy. I don't feel this at all. But it's weird. Like, even though it's cringy, I do feel a little bit better afterwards. Sometimes I think it's partially just because the cringe gets me out of however I was feeling before.
1: Yeah, but do you know what? The lovely things, Annie, I'm glad you said it because I do find affirmations personally. I always thought they were a little bit cringy myself. But by finding reasons why I have a unique selling point, something unique to offer, that's what actually empowers I me. Mean, sometimes you have to just think literally, well, I'm amazing, so why can't I find someone else? Because unless you have that attitude, we always enter into it as in the other person's amazing and we wouldn't be able to cope without them almost. Yeah. I feel like something that this like,
3: conversation has kind of clarified for me is that like it depends on what the reason is as to why it's been outgrown, right? If it's if you've outgrown the relationship because you're just not on the same page, it's a very different conversation to you've outgrown the relationship because the other person's not pleasant to you, or you're not pleasant to them, or do you know? Um, and then the kinds of things that you might need to deploy to deal with that are so different. Um, I think for me in my last relationship, what really did it for me was just looking at the situation and going like, I'm finally getting to a point where it was like, I don't accept this for myself anymore. Like I'm just over it. Like I, you know, I've done everything that I possibly can and this isn't serving me anymore. All it's doing is hurting me. And, um, I'm probably also hurting them because we really just don't like each other anymore. You know, it's got to that point. Um, and it was a really difficult situation because I was in Brazil in a country where I have no family and very limited friends. So, um... It was a really difficult situation, but I did have some friends and ended up going away to a different city in Brazil and having a nice time for a month before going home. And that helped me, that empowered me because it kept me distracted, kept me supported and had people that could say to me, no, you did the right thing. Every time I started to feel like I did the wrong thing and was missing what I'd had for two and a half years
2: one of the things that I always wanted out of a relationship, long-term romantic relationship, was a connection with someone where we were always making each other better. And yeah. and I think what made it hard to end this other relationship was that it wasn't like we were making each other worse, but we were just holding each other back. It was like we had a routine that we followed, and we would go on a date, like, every Saturday, and that... But it was very... Like, we're going through the motions. This is what we do because neither of us really want to be alone. So we're just going to do this robot thing where we spend time with each other without really being with each other, both knowing, really, we don't want to be here. Uh And then eventually, I mean, I was just so afraid of being alone at the end that I wasn't able to get out of it. But I wish that I had stayed with my original decision because I knew that we were just, you know, in each other's space like that. That's not a sign that you should end your relationships because I think, especially if you're in a long-term relationship, periods of that where it feels like you're just going through the motions are very normal. But I I think what really made it a sign for me was that we... neither of us really wanted to put in the effort to change that. And I think that was the sign that it was done.
3: Yeah, that was something that I saw in mine like as well, like, I I don't know if anyone else gets this, but like, I feel like a lot of people around me, pretty much all of them that without BPD, um, they're always like, how did you stay in that for two years? And it's like, because, because I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out, it wasn't always like this, but I was trying to figure out if these were things that could be worked through or they weren't. And it's not, It's not linear. It's not obvious, you know, Um, we're like there isn't a guidebook. Right. So to speak, like we all learn about relationships, partly through doing partly from what's going on around us. Um, And I just I never really experienced this situation. My parents have been together for like 40 years so you know I, I just didn't see this in in my kind of upbringing and whatnot so i didn't have a frame of reference i was just trying to figure it out and i i tried bringing that person into therapy with me and and working through things and it ultimately it ran its course when it ran its course right um so i agree with i agree with you Zani, as well about like you know it's not none of this is like an indicator like terminate your relationships because there's so much nuance and there aren't really a lot of absolutes in these conversations